podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, hello, here we go, it's the Copite Podcast. Hello everybody, welcome back to the Copite Podcast and it is another match preview show today and do you know what mate, I'm just absolutely loving these match previews, the football's back but more importantly Mick, we are Premier League champions, fucking get in. Um, how are you feeling this past week? You know, it's a week uh, a week ago yeah, t- tomorrow that uh, we were crowned champions for the first time in 30 years. Mate, I'm still fucking buzzing. It doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel real at all, does it? I think on the last one we kind of summed it up. But I think it's sunk in a bit more now than it had then. Like just being on social media every day and just seeing all the, the pictures and the, 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 the squad with them yellow banners and like flying them around with Premier League champions on and just, yeah. It does still feel surreal, but yeah, it's it's, it's gonna it's only gonna feel better when when we can finally lift the bastard and we can get that parade sorted out whenever that may be. Yeah, exactly, mate. And you've hit the nail on the head there. It's sort of like there's still more to come. You know, we've still got yeah. um, the guard of honour tomorrow. We've still got another seven guard of honours after that, um, or six, whatever. Um, and then you've got the trophy lift as well. And there's gonna be loads of content then, and then there's gonna be loads of content with the boys in the change room with the trophy. It's gonna be like. Like last year when we won number six, um, it's, it's it, this is going to go on and on and I, and I just can't wait. And then obviously when it's safe to do so that we can all congregate again, there's going to be even more content and this is this is something that's just going to go down in history. That's what I mean. And that, that's why it's a bit of a shame, like that outpour of emotion. After, obviously, I, I kind of expected that after at Anfield, after we won the title, I expected mm-hmm. everyone to go there and that was kind of just an outpour. But the scenes on like the, week, the weekends following in town and stuff were just kind of it was it was nice to see like that but in that scenario it, it was it wasn't the right thing to do but i think i just can't wait for it to be all legal and we can all just go and have a bevy and enjoy it properly with like no ramifications coming from us yeah absolutely mate and um I, I, do you know what i, I saw um, a post on facebook uh, this morning and it was basically saying he, this guy felt really different compared to last year and he said that he, he felt more euphoric about winning the Champions League than he does about winning the Premier League and at first that, at first looking at it I read it I think what? You fucking, you've seen us win the Champions League twice and we've just won the fucking Premier and then I thought hang on a minute I can see where he's coming from because obviously last year going into the day of the final and up to the 90 minutes it was still 50-50 it could go either way so you've got that euphoric yeah we've won it Whereas we've known for months that this is this has been coming, haven't we? And obviously there's been a little bit of a dampener put on it by the coronavirus and stuff, and it's delayed it a little bit. And it's shit that we can't be in the stadium. It's shit that we won't be there for the trophy lift, and it's shit that the parade will be delayed. But I can see his point of view because it's a final. Where I mean, the only thing that difference that this would make is if you were playing City in the final game of the season, you were level on points, goal difference. I mean, that's the only time it, it could be the same feeling. But I get where he was coming from, but. It's not going to take away from this. This is the, the, the greatest thing we've ever seen. Yeah, I, I think I agree slightly. I think only what you just touched on there, like the the because it's like a one-off game, a Champions League final, and yeah, it, it was kind of a nervy one up until obviously we got that early goal and the rest of the game. We were thankful for Allison for playing a blinder in that final, but I think you know, the year previously we lost it to them win it the year after. I think that kind of under. Um, yeah, compounded it and made it feel a lot better. But yeah, there's a, there's a lot more content when we can we can finally see Endo lift that trophy. I can't wait. It's gonna be it's gonna be bossing it. 
It is, mate. But before that, obviously, we've got the uh, the City game tomorrow. And before we go into the game itself, um, obviously, we're going to have a, a, a guard of honour, like we mentioned before. And again, it's just, it's something that, you know, we've all wanted in terms of that little bit of extra, sort of, maybe we're being unbearable. I don't know. Maybe we're going to milk it even more and stuff like that. But it's going to be nice to see that. And it, it's even juicier the fact that it's going to be at City, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's it's weird the way it's all felt. Like <clears throat> like we talked with Ross about the Chris Hamble, and then we end up going and battling Palace four 0 Then Chelsea, who in that same season beat us with the Gerrards, that they end up beating City to win us the title. William scores in both games. It's just kind it's kind of like it just feels like it was meant to be. And then the next game after that is Man City at their place. It's just it, it's just. Yeah. I don't know, it is a weird one, but yeah, I think uh, it's it's well deserved. It's it's a tradition that's gone back for I don't even know how long, hundred hundred odd years, I think, isn't it? It's just it's just one of those things. And yeah, uh, that and I seen what it, what did annoy me was that comment from Danny Murphy. I know he's came out, come out the day after saying he didn't mean it quite like that when he was said, uh, I don't know why Kevin De Bruyne is given this Liverpool team or this that the Liverpool midfielders at a around the cause when he's the best player on the planet or something like that, which which goes against completely against the, the point of what a guard of honor is. It's more than the best team in the league because they won the league. Yeah, it was a fucking weird comment, wasn't it? I don't I, I, yeah, I don't know what, what he was thought when he was that, so they're not saying that um the players that he's clapping are not fit to lace his boots is a bit yeah. it's a bit weird. But he's come out and apologised for it and yeah, but oh. It's not going to go down well for a long, long time, that is it. So, yeah. yeah. I think because he's kind of, like, I always liked him when he was at the club, Danny May, but since he's become a pundit, I think he's tried to be neutral. On, on, yeah, on the fence so much. So he tries to go the other way, mm. which I understand, but what's, what's, we, we all know Kevin De Bruyne is one of the best players in the world. You don't have to say that. You can just say, yeah, it's, it's, but the whole point of the guy that won it isn't, oh, he's, be- so De Bruyne is better than, um, uh, I don't know, Wijnaldum. So Wijnaldum should go in the guard of honour and the Bruyne should line up with the Liverpool yeah, team. Exactly. That, that's, what it, that's the point it's kind of making, but it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. So it's null and void. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, null and void this season now for Champions League football. Yeah, fucking null. There's, there's, there's lives at stake here. Not to joke about it, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Um, but obviously, uh, we do want to talk uh, about the City game. So we'll go into the City game, but actually we've got a special guest uh, we've got season ticket holder Sam Halbert joining us now. And here he is. Sam Halbert, welcome to the Cop Out Podcast. Lovely to be here uh, as an away fan. It's weird to be in the away corner in my own house. <laughs> good play, mate. Fair play. Well, actually, mate, it's a good uh, the fact, obviously, the, the game's uh, coming tomorrow. Yeah. It's obviously not as, uh, as big as what it could have been uh, based on last week. Um, so you sort of... Before we get into the nitty-gritty of that, you've got thankful for that at the minute. What am I thankful for the fact that there's nothing left riding on it? A little bit, yeah. Is it? Are you glad that it's over? Yeah, yeah, sort of. I mean, I, weirdly, um, I had I had a friend who's a, who's who's a United fan that came to me and went, "Actually, we think you lost that Chelsea game on purpose." And we we're like, "Oh, why, why is that?" And he was like, "Well, the fact that you handed Liverpool the title and didn't have to lose it at your own, and you." tried to mess up Champions League qualification for United, so it was a double-edged sword for you. And I was like, you know what, actually. <laughs> when you put it like that, it wasn't actually a bad result in the end. But... Oh, of course not, mate. Of course. Well, obviously, mate, you've um, 
you've been through it, thick and thin with, with City, haven't you? you know, season, how long have you been a season ticket holder now at the Etihad? Well, Ooh, well, my first season was 06, 07. So we had Stuart Pearce as manager then. So, yeah, looking at looking at 13 years going on for now. 13 years is what it was. My first game was the year of 1999, hence the top. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's been through thick and thin. Well, before we get into sort of the bits and pieces of uh, your background with City, Obviously, just looking towards tomorrow, mate, um, there's going to be, we're going to touch on the guard of honour first at the beginning, because obviously that's what's going to happen at the beginning of the game. Um, like, sort of a lose-lose situation for you, wasn't it? Uh, this week, it was either, you know, we win the, the title at the Etihad if we beat you, or it went, up, went on for another week, or, you know, it's it's guard of honour that's actually happened, mate. So, from, a, from your perspective of the rivalry at the minute, how are you feeling about that? Um, you know what? You were, you were so good that, yeah, it's fine. I don't agree with Guard of Honor in, in, in full stop. I don't agree with it. Um, but will we do it? Yeah, I think we should do it if it's a thing that uh, that's out there. We should be the ones that are doing it. The only person I do really feel sorry for, and you definitely, definitely won't, is if Sterling starts and has to clap out Liverpool and on his own ground. I mean, that is one thing that I would say that you know, just from a Pep Guardiola standpoint, we don't need to win the game, really. Should we just cause entertainment? That's what this game is about now. As Klopp said, it might be the best ever game ever to be played behind closed doors. Does Sterling need to play? Yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. And, and that's the only thing that I would say, uh, really, about that. You know, am I, am I really, really bothered about it? No. Am I a bit bothered about it? Yeah. Am I more bothered for Sterling? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Mick, I know you were you were saying the other week, weren't you, about Gomez and Sterling about that, and you were sort of like the, the old beef that they had the other week. And it's like Sam's just said, it's it's going to be really. But at the end of the day, the lads won a, won a couple of Premier Leagues himself, so we can't you can't be that disheartened, really, can he? Well, I think we said on the last one, he'd let he was a Man United fan growing up. He's got he, we've gave him a platform. Um, he's, he's went off to Man City because he wants to win titles he's done that the way he left wasn't great but that's always going to be the case when someone leaves for a, for a rival you're always going to have that animosity towards them aren't you but you can't really begrudge him but I would like to see him start just so he can give us a little clap yeah. and I think that the whole thing with Gomez obviously it was blown up to what massive than what it actually was but um, yeah that might put that to bed as well and we can uh, get on with our lives <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So Sam, um, we understand obviously there's no Aguero and there's no Fernandinho. Um, I, I mean, personally, I'm just fucking glad Aguero's not playing because he always fucking scores against us at the Etihad. So it's, I'm just so But how are you feeling? In terms of, do you think you can spoil the day for us? Just go, do you know what? We can still fucking beat you. You know what though? Um, uh, firstly, yeah, Aguero. It's, it's so strange how he's got that record at the Etihad where he scores a goal of the game against you. Then he goes to Anfield and cannot touch the ball. It's so strange that he's got both of those. But from your perspective, if you're thinking about putting a marker for next season in terms of winning the game, where I'm not playing, that's perfect for you guys. That's absolutely perfect for you. Um, so, do I think we've got a chance? Well, secondly, Fernandinho, what was he doing against Chelsea? He started playing handball for some reason. <laughs> Why? Um, he just went. Oh yeah, we'll we'll just do that. I, I wanted. I didn't want to play against Liverpool or, or Newcastle or whoever else anyway. So don't worry about it. Um, so yeah, yeah. That that was a really strange one. Um, do I think what? 
Do I think we can win? Yeah, absolutely. I just don't know how motivated both teams are. I really don't. I think this might be almost like an exhibition game, a little bit like that, because Liverpool will want to put on a show, but are they a little bit hungover? Quite possibly. Will City care that much in the grand scheme of things? I think that's really using it as a, as a gauge for the Champions League, which I know we're probably going to come on to a little bit later on, but to see that we're playing a team that could quite easily win the Champions League on any given season, let's put ourselves up against them with no repercussions and see how close we are to possibly winning that competition. And I think that's sort of where it's at. But with the fact that there's no jeopardy on it, I think it's going to be a bit experimental from both teams, a little bit like a run out, a little bit of everything. And, and, and for all that reason, I just hope that Sterling doesn't start. But that aside, I think we might play our next 10 best players just to see how good we are against one of the top two or three teams in Europe. Yeah. Mick, what Sam's just said there isn't something I've not really contemplated at the minute about it being sort of a low-key thing because there isn't anything riding on it. We've we've been to the Etihad so many times over the last few years and they've been massive, massive games and I've got that stuff in my head at the minute but he's right, it could be just, you know, what Derby was the other week it should be a fucking boring nil-nil but we've got three points we want because we, we're chasing the record, aren't we? <coughs> I think, yeah, I think Sam's got a point. I think it, 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 it could come to that but if it was any other manager in charge, I think it might, but because it's Klopp, I don't think he'll allow that. I think he's, he'll want to get that points total. He'll want to break as many records as he can. And I know it, it won't be the same as a, as a, as a packed house at the Etihad, but uh, it, it, it'll still be two of the best, two of the best teams in the world going at it. Obviously, Dennis and Aguero and Mandino, who any team in the world have missed, but I still think it'll be a good spectacle. And I think it'll, I still fancy like a I still think think we'll draw. I think there'll be a one-one to be honest. If if can win on it, I think um, these type of team, these type of games, I think Guardiola, Guardiola, sorry, sets themselves, sets them up a bit differently to try and counterbalance our our, um, our attacking threat. So I don't want it to be a stalemate, but I think it will be. But, but I think a one-one, a one-one draw will do me. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think um... I mean, you know, offering me a draw, I'll probably take a draw just for the sake of not losing. And obviously, it's, it's another point towards the, our target 107 because Sam City have just been incredible over the last couple of years in terms of bringing up the title. You know, the, the points you need to win a title is just absolutely mm-hmm. you there, weren't you, when um, they secured the 100 points against Southampton? And that was beat to, to finally get that century. And, and both of us were, were so fantastic last season that we pushed each other all the way and that is the point so that we that's another record we're after. I mean we've got this now but we want that points total and I mean for you, I mean is it something that you'd asked about if, if that if that was lost? Uh, I don't I don't think so. I think at the time you think it's a really big thing. Like I actually prop properly celebrated that goal even though we'd won the title five games earlier um like you said at Southampton where, where we got the 100 points and I think Pep did as well but is it more of a vanity thing because are you going to get an extra medal to say that oh yeah there you go and you know what for that exact reason I hope you don't get it <laughs> because it is a vanity thing that you want to be the best team but is it that bad is there an extra thing in the cabinet where you know what I know you just passed United as the most successful club in England so the 43-42 thing. And um, will that 100 points get you another one on there? No, it won't. Does it really matter? No, it really doesn't. But do I want you to get it? Of course I don't want you to get it. Of course I don't want you to get it. 
honestly, you guys are, are, are shouting from the rooftops as it is. Meaning yeah. that, yeah, no, I can, I can understand why you are. You know, there's no, there's no two way around it, but my God, are you shouting? So meaning that getting that on top, it's just that extra five and 10% that we're, we're going to hear about 37 miles down the road. So, um, yeah, that's, that's just something that, you know, I, I'm sort of almost thinking that you're going to get. Will, will, will you take a big step towards it tomorrow? I don't think so. I think it'll be 2-2. Two, two. Cool. I think it'll be 2-2. Two, two. So, yeah, that's, that's where I'm up to. And I, I love the fact that you said it, it's going to be 2-2, two, two, mate, because I record it, yes, yeah, it's sort of up and down, isn't it? We've yeah. had the chance to, to win games and we haven't. We've had, you know, we, we remember the 4-1 in Klopp's first time at the Etihad. That was an anomaly of a, of a football match and we've, there's been a couple of draws, but we've we've never really got, on the whole, the rub of the green, have we, in the Etihad, especially in these last years where we're an absolute world-dominating powerhouse, have we? Mick? Oh, sh- sorry, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Sam. <laughs> uh, now, like, like I said, like we we only need what fifteen points to to get to get that to get over that line and the get to hundred and one points barrier. And I think Klopp will want that. Klopp will hundred percent want that. Um, I think tomorrow, so we'll go eight. If we, if we draw tomorrow, that's eighty-seven points. We only need then fourteen. So we need fourteen from our remaining six, which is the the way we've been playing. If we replicate that until Palace performance. There's, there's no way we're not going to do it because that just set, set the benchmark for the rest of the season. I think, and I think if Klopp ensures that that Palace performance is replicated, there's, there's no way we're not going to do it. Yeah, exactly, mate. Well, obviously, if you've got, have you gone for one-one then, Mick? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, think, I, I think one-one or two-two. So I'll, I'll sit in the middle between the two. There's going to be goals, obviously. Um, but obviously, Sam, just recently, I think it was yesterday, the news broke that uh, Leroy Sane. It looks like the, the deal is is finally agreed. Um, is that a case of he's going to play tomorrow instead of Aguero, or is that it? He, he, I, I'm confused how it works now with all the coronavirus shit. Um, if it, if it was me, who do I think is going to start? I think Sterling will start. I don't want him to, but I think he will uh, because I, I think that Sané won't play because he doesn't want to risk. Like you know, last year he played in the Community Shield, which I thought was actually going to be his last game. Then he ruptured his ACL. Great. So imagine if he did the same thing again and we lost out on 55 million. Um, I don't think it'll happen because um, over the summer we're going to be trying to strengthen in the centre-back position. Do we need that money to do it in this in this current climate that we're in? Absolutely, we need that 55 million quid to probably get the targets that we desperately need. Um, so do I think he'll play? No, he might get a five-minute five minute run out. Um, on the Sané transfer itself, I absolutely love Sané. I absolutely love Sané. I think he's naturally, naturally gifted. The only thing I would say is, is that his head's not been there since the back end of the, of, of, you know, basically the Centurion season. And um, yeah, he's had a little flits and, and starts since then, really. But apart from that, yeah, he, his head's been gone. He's been off with double at Bayern. He's got a cost. Yes. There's no two ways around it. And do you think, obviously, the current climate has affected the transfer value? Because me and Mick were talking yesterday and I just thought 55 million was just an absolute bargain of what Bayern Munich have gotten. You think he could have gone for it, take maybe a hundred? Um, I think if he had two years left on his contract, he would have gone for a hundred. Uh, that's 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 what I think. But if you think about it in this sense, uh, Bayern are going to be investing three hundred eighty-five grand a week, so that's fifteen to twenty million pound a year, depending on what what you're looking at from there. So plus you things like agent fees, plus the fact he's only got if you take into account like today 
in a year's time, he would be a buying player if he went for free. Mm. 12 months for the sake of 55 million, plus all the extra wages for a year, the extra 20 million, they're still outlaying 70 million pounds, sorry, to just get him for this next 12 months. Can you really ask more than that? I don't think it's possible, just because of the current climate and the fact he has that one year left in his contract. If it was two, 100 million all day. If you're looking in, the, in that Usman Dembele, Jaden Sancho sort of bracket where he's young enough and, and as good as, as, as either of those points. So, yeah. Looking at with that. And Mick, you, you just said to me the other day, you said, you texted me yesterday saying, I'm fucking glad it's done because I can't wait to see him gone. He's, he's so good, isn't he? He's, he's one of them. I think he's probably one of your best players, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I, every time, every time we've played against City and he's played, he's, he, I think he's one of them. You can't defend against him. He's that quick and you don't know what he's going to do. Like he's, he's sat on Dyke on his ass a couple of times and he got a penalty in one game, I think. Against with Van Dijk, uh, took him out. Uh, no, he's <clears throat> he's one of them players. Like obviously, he got injured early on last season, didn't he? Or this season, sorry, uh, which, which which made him out of the whole season. But I think it's, it is great news for Liverpool because if he he wanted to stay in the Premier League, he wanted to stay stay at City, he would be a major thorn in our side next next season because he, he is that good. And like Sam just said, there, the Jaden Sancho's and. Dembele is, I think, on top form. I think Sane is better than both of them, if I'm honest. So I think, in terms of for Bayern, that they could, that they're going to be a major threat next year. The players they've already got, throwing Sane that mix, they're a major contender for Champions League. Exactly, mate. Well, if Sane effectively won City the title, didn't he, last season when uh, he scored winner yeah, against us, and if it was too well, if that game had finished the draw, we, we'd have won the league. So it's mm. four margins like that, which is unbelievable. Um, well, you've just mentioned the Champions League there. Obviously, while we've got Sam, um, Champions League football is going to start again in August, mate. And now that Liverpool are sadly out of the tournament, you now feel that this is it, this is your chance? Um, yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, this is, this is always what I thought. I don't mind playing Liverpool in a one-off game at all. don't mind playing these in a one-off game. Um, over the two, we just seem to have a little bit of a hoodoo against us. Um, but yeah, now that you're out, the other major threat, as you just alluded to then, is Bayern. They are a mass threat, even without Sané, because he isn't going to be playing this year. They're, they're going to be the biggest threat to us. Um, that aside, if we didn't draw Bayern up until the final, yeah, I, I reckon we've got... I mean, even if we drew Bayern, I think it's a flip of a coin between us. I don't think there's there's anything between us. But you'd rather get Valencia or Atalanta, whoever else is left in it, you'd rather get those in the early stages than men maybe get a Barcelona or, a, well, we've got Real Madrid now, but a Barcelona maybe that is nowhere near as good. Take Messi out of the team and they're an average team. You'd much rather that. Do I think we can win it? Yeah. Would it be in a kick in the teeth to you guys? Absolutely. Would it be in a kick in the teeth to us? Yes, because I've been to, I've been to Wembley, what, maybe 11 times? I've been to, I've travelled around Europe to go to, I've been to Barca, I've been to what, I've been to Ukraine, uh, Bayern, Schalke, Monaco. So I've been to all these places and then go, oh yeah, you know what, the time that you can uh, get to a Champions League final and, and you can't go, is um, that would be a real, real, real kick. I mean, I'm sure if you asked any Tottenham fan last year, even though they did lose the final, would they swap that experience for anything? Absolutely not. And, and I think that that's something that I'm really, really, um, really, really wary of this year, that if we won it, it would be so, so bittersweet that the fact that I, I have been a season ticket loader for uh, as long as I have and, and will be going forward. 
um, that we can get to a final like that or potentially get to a final like that and then, and then not see it. That would be a real, real kick in the nuts for that, for that, for that sort of thing. But can we win it? Absolutely. Yeah, and I think that's the thing that we, because we were talking about it, Mick, because now they've, they've, they've gone from the quarters and the semis and the finals, so you're all one off games now, anyway. Um, and for me, it is, it is down to buying or City. I can see a buying City fan with the Arquette part in the draws. And I think maybe we always have a go for fixing shit and, and you wait for fixing draws and stuff. It wouldn't surprise me if that, that ended up being the final just for the sake of the names that are left in the hat, anyway. But Mick, like Sam said, City did win the Champions League. Do you think, would you be screaming because it takes the shine off that a little bit? Because it's our first Premier League, we deserve the first European Cup. Or it's like, don't give a shit. I don't, I don't think you want to see any other. I think it's, it's got to the stage now where you don't want to see any other English team in the Champions League. I think maybe 10, 15 years ago, you kind of go, yeah, you do, you, you, you're, um, you're doing it for England. We want, we, want, we want English team to be the best on that. But I think now it's got a bit more sour. So I, don't, I wouldn't want them to see it. Them win it, but if you do, I don't that doesn't affect what we've done this season. We're, the, the main the holy grail for us for 30 years have been the Premier League. We've, we've now finally done that, yeah. It takes something huge for me to for, to, to, for something to take the to take the sweetener off that. But yeah, if City win it, then they're not the government with enough squad to do it. So, fair play, that'll be my that'll be my view. And that's the reason why I wanted to put it out there, mate, because there's been. There's been some dickhead Liverpool fans saying, oh, I don't want City to win it because they'll take the Champions Why do you give a shit? You know what I mean? If that's their achievement and they'll fucking deserve it if they do win it. Let them embrace it. Exactly. I'm in agreement with some is that because we've gone out now, we've got some in in Europe. And then again, I think the thing is, it's an English thing, isn't it? You know, you get an English team in Europe, but it can be a kid. Spurs were in City last year. All stupid VAR decisions. Um, well, I do think, mate, I do think it's, it is definitely cities for lose. I don't know how it's going to be in terms of the fact that it's going to be played in a neutral venue, it's not going to be in the same surroundings or anything like that, and it's obviously it's going to be one-off games and stuff like that, but Sam, just be prepared, be prepared if you do win it, mate, then after six might come out, you know what I mean? You've not, you've not played enough games to win it. <laughs> you see, this is, this is exactly what happens, right? You boys are saying, oh, if there's an asterisk there, it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't take anything away from it. And in the second that there could be an asterisk, like, are we now? Like, oh my God, let's jump on the asterisk. Like, go on, let's jump on the asterisk. Go on, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, go yeah. on, standard. <laughs> an empty stadium, anything like that. And whoever wins the fucking trophy during this pandemic deserves it even more, in my opinion, because there's so much fucking pressure on the football to deliver after what's gone on over the last couple of months with people's lives at stake. I don't give a fuck if you turn around and say, right, everyone just plays one more league game. Do you know what I mean? It's, it, that's it. It's, it's way for to get this tournament to carry on. And I tell you what, mate, if we were still in it, we'd be the exact same. Thing. Fuck it. It's still a fucking trophy at the end of the day. So, mate, don't let anybody fucking, them bastards who play in red next door to you, don't let, don't let them fucking give it to you. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, to be fair, like we're saying all this now and we're probably going to knocked out by Real Madrid now anyway after we've, we've gone through all this, you know, I mean, that'd be classic us, the time to go and do it with 2-1 away goals, the works, and then we'll go, we'll go and mess it up with something. But I can't see that, mate. You, you've definitely got Real Madrid definitely. It just depends who you are in the next round. Like you just said, it's a one-off game and anything can happen in a one-off game. We've seen it with us, haven't we? The Charity Shield, even though it was a Charity Shield, it was still an eventful game and the mm-hmm. final in 20... 16 again, that was yeah. Yeah, that was eventful for us as well. So, mate, if yeah. you did it, you know, 
as you may, I'd, I'd be very happy to see you and some other things that you do in it. Yeah. Just, because, Mick, we've seen it a couple of times, and we? It is, there's something about winning the Champions League compared to the league. We have, me and Mick had this discussion before you joined, Sam. It's sort of like, you win the league, yeah, but you've got to go through a during the season where you know you're going to win this trophy, whereas the Champions League, it's 90 minutes, it's 50, flip of a coin. You don't know when you wake up that morning, whereas me and Mick, once that we're going to win it, and Sam, honestly, you do get that euphoric win, and you know, just fucking embrace it, mate. It's incredible. Mm, I, th- I think that's the way it's going to go. I mean, it's when um, the first, the sort of first big game when I realised that we were going to do something was when we played United in the semi-final in 2011. And that morning we woke up thinking in the FA Cup and I know it's nothing compared it's a quarter trophy compared to the other two but that day the fact that you woke up and thought oh we don't know whether we are going to win it and then you get that surprise win yeah I can imagine how it is but yeah fingers crossed fingers crossed and I'll try and get to Lisbon via fishing trawler or something if it, if it ends up happening but you know we'll have, we'll have to see when you go over to Madrid or Kiev or Istanbul or Athens when you're with your with the fans to to appreciate a Champions League final when you're not even there, it's something that you've got to do in your lifetime, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. And like we just said, if if City go on winning, look, it's it's going to be different for all of them because they, because like Sam said, they can't go and be there and support them, and it is different when the Champions League because it, like you just said, there, Jay, it's, it's that euphoric like 90 minutes, like the one we had against Spurs last year where. It's uh, you don't know with what way it's going to go. Like, we, and then we get that goal early on, and it's probably one of the most dullest Champions League final you've ever watched. But then it's the euphoria of finally getting over the line and winning Europe's biggest trophy. And I don't, it's I don't know if it's comparable to win the Premier League because that was like an outpouring of emotion because of that, that for so long. But it does, it definitely does feel different when the Champions League because you, you you're, champ, you're the champion of the whole of Europe, and it's, it's just it, it does it does feel. Does feel different, and yeah, but it feels great. And I think I think for Sam and the rest of the city fans, if you go and do it, obviously you're gonna to have to celebrate in a way that's acceptable. And obviously, the, then you can go and do your parade whenever, whenever, whenever's fit. Like we're gonna eventually do when we get over the line with the with the Premier League and everything going back to normal. Exactly, mate. We'll make sure you make sure you're there in Lisbon, Sam, if you can get there. Yeah, I'll try. Final two points for us, mate, in terms of like. For next year, obviously, you've got the, the financial fair play trial coming up. Um, mm. What do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to be the outcome for that two year ban? Do you think that's just going to be rescinded or do you think it's going to go down to one year? How are you feeling about it? Uh, right, there's a few things on this. Um, well, the, the things already, there's already, th- the things already been and gone. It's just no verdict yet. Um, the verdict is going to come out roughly halfway through this month. So we probably have about two weeks to go uh, before we actually get a verdict on that. Um, what do I think is actually going to happen? I don't think it'll be two years. I reckon it'll be one. I reckon it'll be one because I think that what it is, is City are going to put such huge pressure on it and they're probably going to find every single loophole in the world going because they took the 20 best lawyers and whatever whatever else. And even, I think it was um, Khaldun or Sheikh Mansour even said once, I'm happy even to spend £100 million on lawyers instead of giving it to UEFA. Um, so I mean, I think they will find something. But for UEFA to save face, so that financial fair play, there isn't some sort of rabbit hole um, whereby they actually completely strike off financial fair play, they will have to um, give us some sort of, of, of retribution, some sort of ban. Otherwise, they can go back to places like AC Milan, who got banned 
poor financial fair play, then go back to PSG and rescind their previous fines and their previous Champions League where they had their squads reduced. We have the exact same thing. So if they give it us a complete rescinding, that is a can of worms that will just not be able to be allowed to be happening. It will, it will just not happen. Will it take two years? I also don't think it will be that as well. I think what they've done is I think they've gone over the top with their, um, with their assessment of it to really to, to do it so that it's brought back down to one year. It's been highballed and sort of gone over the top thinking, actually, you know what, we'll aim to the aim to the top. And you know what? They are going to appeal it. We know they're going to appeal it. Are they the so, you know, richest or second richest club in the world? Are they going to come back with some some repost to it? Absolutely they are. So I think that's why it comes two years in the first place. That's why I don't think it'll go back down to zero. One year, can we cope with it? Yeah, we can we can cope with it. I don't think we'll lose any players with one year, personally. Um, if it stays at two years for whatever reason, uh, we might be in a little bit of trouble. <laughs> we might be in a little bit of trouble because we might get 55 million for Sammy. That's absolutely fine. But let's say if we're going for someone like Kelly Valley or, or someone, maybe even a Thiago Silva who's just left uh, PSG or something like that. And we go, oh, yeah, you know, we, we could probably win the, or possibly win the, the Premiership next year. It's pretty much flip a coin between City and Liverpool these days. But you don't have any Champions League. Mm. Two years, mm. especially someone like Thiago Silva or Kuli Valley, they're on getting on for 29, 30, 31, 32. They're not, they're not going to want that. So, yeah, it is crucial. It's so, so crucial that we get it down to the one year. And I think that's the way that it is going to go. Um, as I said, I don't think we've got long before we, we find out exactly what the, what the the outcome will be. I think it's two weeks off, but I don't know what you guys think about it or if you guys uh, got that shot schadenfreude about you where you're actually sort of half enjoying it because I know that you'll get your, your old Plazzy Flags thing out and, you know, happy that, you know, we're empty ads and all the rest of it. You'll you'll be happy that we're, we're not in the Champions League, partly because there's that rivalry there now, partly because we're a threat to the Champions League as well, but partly because, you know, we're 37 miles down the road, so I don't know what, what your thoughts of it are. It's a for me, it's a combination of all of them. Um, you are a threat in the Champions League. I, you know, I absolutely shit myself when we drew you a couple of years ago. Um, I, I really thought that we were going to go out, but we didn't. Um, and then we probably would have met in the final if it wasn't for putting you out. So, for me personally, I, I am enjoying it, I must, I must admit, um, a little bit. Just not from, I don't want it to affect in terms of the club and all that sort of stuff. It's the fact that it might just slow down that, that progression a little bit. And if you are banned for two years, I'm going to drive to Kevin De Bruyne's house and bring him to Anfield because he's the only fucking player that he's like I want. And that, that would be a thing for me. That would be, that's how my trail thought. Like, you're banned for two years, we can go get Kevin De Bruyne because he's probably the only miss, sort of missing part of our midfield, if you like. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but Mick, I know you echo my thoughts, don't you, in terms of like, it might just, it, it is what it is, we're not our. It, it's, yeah, it is what it is, really, isn't it? The only thing I've kind of seen recently, I think, I don't know if, if these are verified quotes about the run saying you um, might look to, to move if, if the two year ban is upheld. Which, if, if, if a two year ban, then, then I imagine a few of the players will leave. So that would, that will be, like Sam said, it will be huge. But I do think it will probably get reduced to one. I think you do overestimate and then you do it in a way so then when you review it, you can go, all right, well, we'll reduce it to one. So yeah, even even one year it shows they mean you still do mean business and you can't go out flat on the rules and stuff like that. So like Sam said, I don't think I don't think one year will affect them, but if it, if it does come to be two, I do think 
well, the likes of the Brunelli, he's, he's, in, he's in the peak hours of, of, his, of his career, really. He needs to keep playing Champions League football, so you might see the likes of those people leaving. So, yeah, it will be interesting. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm in agreement with Sam. I think it'll get reduced to a year, and then I, I do. I think they'll be all right. I don't think as many people will leave. Um, but finally, Sam, based on that, the question now is obviously depends on what, what we've just been talking about then. Can City close this massive gap that they've had that, that, that has occurred between the two sides this year? Can you close that gap next year? Uh, I, th- I think there's, there's two things on that, really. I mean, it's firstly, I think the, the difference between, obviously, you had, what, 17, 18? And um, on, on their day, just like it is now, Liverpool could beat City and City could beat Liverpool. In that year, you were, what, 4-1 up against us at Anfield? And we put it at home and then you had the Champions League games later on later on in the year where we probably should have won the home leg again you hammered us at Anfield it was one of them and I think that's the same case as this year but there's just no motivation there for, from us this year so that's why we're the 25 points behind you were the uh, you were the 25 points behind those two years ago you saw that happen you saw us lift the title and thought you know what we can actually beat those that, that team on, on a one-off day and as much as they can beat us but why are we 25 points behind and I think that that's what changed last year and then the fact that we won it two years ago we took that, that foot off the gas and you absolutely made us pay for it um, so I think next year I think the motivation will switch back again it'll be sort of like we're going to give you a guard honor. we're going to watch you lift it we're going to see the celebrations probably sort of a third of the way through the season maybe and we're going to see that and it's going to be a, a, as I've, I've probably told you before, that the Guard of Honour was out there in the first place because um, I think it was Fergie that actually brought it in in the 2005 season. See, I didn't know this up until recently. He made his players watch Chelsea because he gave them a Guard of Honour and say, look, you don't want to have that feeling again of standing around them, looking at them, going out, picking up that trophy, everything about it. You don't want to see that again. And I think that that's what this season will have to do in. The fact that you're going to have your trophy parade that, that bit through the season and the fact that you have lifted it. There's a Chelsea game coming up for you guys, actually, where you are going to lift the, the title as well. It, um, is that a couple of weekends away? I think that's what it is. Yeah, a couple of weekends away. Um, so, yeah, I think Pep's going to be playing that and repeating in front of him, showing the motivation they can do it. From that, can we close it? Yes. Will we close it? That is all dependent on, on this financial fair play. We need that one Van Dyke signing. We need to replace company. If we could get a 25-year-old, 26-year-old company back and stick them at the centre-back, it's a flip of a coin between the two teams. Absolutely a flip of a coin between the two teams because Laporte is as good as anybody. He's just been injured, so he can't be as unlucky two seasons in a row. And then we need that leader there. If the cast stays there and we, we, we can... Um, we can't get rid of this ban and it's still two years. No, is the answer to you. I don't, I don't think we will close it. I really don't think we will close it. Um, I, I actually think that we'll be closer to United than we will, will to you guys, to be honest with you, if it isn't overturned. Um, but yeah, that, they're just my personal thoughts on it. But overturned, but to one year, I reckon we'll be right back up. Okay. Mick, what, what are you thinking? Are you thinking this is just a one-off and it'll be more like it was, it was 18, 19? Uh, it makes sense that would be. I think we've done so well this season. Like Sam just touched on, they didn't replace, not replacing company was huge. And obviously, the four being out for a huge chunk of the season, it, it, would, it would have been the same for us if we would have lost, say, Van Dyke for the whole season. And then, I don't know, 
Salah for a huge chunk as well. We would have been probably a bit, well, we would have been a lot closer to them. So it is one of them. It's just he, he made the mistake not replacing company. And I don't think he, he's not stupid enough not to make the same mistake two seasons running. So I think it, it, it will definitely be closer next season. Obviously, you have to, you have to spend the money right. And obviously, like Sam's touched on the, the FFP stuff and that. All that stuff has to go right for them. It has to be reduced one year. They have to recruit right. Uh, they have to get the right players and obviously the sell and sign they go so they get some chunk of money into that. They have to get, like the squad they've got now is perfect and they do, they do need some little additions in there just to support up the first team rather than the squad. But I think they'll do that. It's no problem with Yeah, I'm in agreement, boys. I think uh, it, it all depends on what happens in this, uh, this, this, this band. Um, but obviously we will we will wait and see and we'll look forward to tomorrow night. Um, hopefully it is a really good game of football. Um, and then we'll just see uh, how the, the points total pans out towards the end and then we'll look forward to, uh, to the end of the season and we'll, Sam, we'll, uh, we'll get you back on in terms of we'll chat about uh, the Champions League we're going to do a couple of Champions League shows anyway so once mm-hmm. that's off again, Sam, we'll get you back on in August if you're up for that, mate. Yeah, hopefully then we have a little bit more of an idea about the, the financial fair play and then a bit of a preview to the next season as well then I think a little bit so then at least we know where we're up to and... Uh, a lot less if, but, buts, maybes and, and all the rest of it. So, yeah, I'd love to come back on. Absolutely, mate. Well, listen, mate, thank you very much for joining us today, mate. We really, really appreciate it. And, uh, Nick, I'll, uh, I'll speak to you tomorrow once, we've, uh, once we're playing at the Etihad. And we'll, uh, we'll see you next time, won't we, mate? Next time. Podcast Network.